Welcome to Creating History. I'm your host, Caitlin. We're going to empower you to create your own history with God. Let's get this journey started. So we are here with Nick and Heather, my, I almost said brother, yeah, brother-in-law and my sister, I don't know what I was about to say, sister-in-law and brother, nah. Um, and Zoe went to bed. <laughs> yes, Zoe went to bed. So we are here with part two, and we're going to dive in a little bit more about their story. So Nick, kind of tell us about what God was saying to you in the process of just kind of trying on your own again. Okay. I had kind of a, a real defining moment, really, in my faith. Um, it happened November 15th, 2015. Um, we were still struggling, trying to get pregnant. Still questioning why it hasn't happened yet. Um, three failed IUI treatments. We hadn't, we hadn't decided to go to IVF yet. And um, at this point in time, I was kind of going, going through some, some social anxiety stuff. I was kind of freaking myself out in crowds and not really enjoying being around people, but you know, not really talking about it, not telling anybody about it, uh, not telling anybody about it, and mm. just kind of keeping it to myself and trying to go about life as normal. And um, November fifteenth was kind of the day that November fifteenth, twenty fifteen was kind of the day that like a big shift happened in my mentality, in my faith. Mm. and boldness about the gospel and everything and you know after what transpired I mean there's there's no denying to me that there is a God there's no denying to me at all that there, that God has a plan for us that God's in control and that God's watching out for us with everything that we do um now the other baby's gonna start crying and <laughs> start talking yeah uh, spoiler alert again we have two minus one um but Something happened November 15th. Um, there was a terrorist attack that happened in Paris. I think it was 218 people were killed. Um, there was a, a concert that was kind of taken over by like gunmen. And, mm. and uh, people were you know, trapped in there and being executed one right after another. And I know this is kind of taking a really dark turn. But it's it's part of my story, and um, people that know me, or if you don't know me, I'm a firearm instructor. So anytime that one of these terrorist attacks happen, the days following it are questions and emails and phone calls from different people saying, "Hey, did you hear about this? What do you think happened?" Mm -hmm. And you know, I kind of get bombarded with all this news. And normally they don't bother me as much. Um, but this one really hit home for some reason, and um, it really messed with my social anxiety, like, a ton. Like, it got to the point where I didn't want to leave the house without wearing body armor. I didn't want to go to the movie theater. I didn't want to do anything like that. And um, that night, we had planned to go out to dinner with some friends, and I was actually supposed to teach one of our friends how to drive stick before she went to Italy. And... We um, went to dinner, and the whole time at dinner, I'm thinking about these people, just thinking about how helpless they felt, um, just sitting there, just with no, no way to defend themselves, no way to protect themselves. And I start, 
you know, kind of freaking out, and I was praying for God's protection, and praying for God to, to watch over our family and everything, and yes, Chloe just passed gas through this uh, I'm sure they didn't hear recording. it, though. Um, that's why Heather's laughing on the other side. My story's not funny, but um, with that being said, I, I just kind of started praying to God and praying for his protection, mm. and uh, I'll do a little shameless plug here, too. I wrote about this on my blog, staysuspicious.com. I go into a very large amount of detail on my blog. I don't know if we're going to get that deep into it here in the recording. But Probably not. So I I'll was, put the link in yeah, the blog. I was, uh, I was praying for, for protection, and I wasn't really there all night that night. I was kind of just you know, kind of zoned out. And as we got home, I remember going to my parents' house to drop off the truck that we were using to teach Carol. And I have a question for Heather. Could you tell he was spaced and he wasn't like all yeah, there during was, this night? Yeah, yeah, he's been distant for a little while. Yeah, he's been weird. <laughs> he's been weird. Weirder yeah. than normal. Yeah. <laughs> and we were dropping off the truck at my parents' house. And I remember just getting out of the truck and staring, standing there staring up and looking at the stars. And I'm not one of, I'm not one to stargaze. I'm not a, I don't read into any of the astrology or anything like that so I was just kind of sitting there looking at the stars and just kind of pondering about them and we went about our night went back home woke up the next day went to work and uh, that next day was a Saturday Heather decided to to spend the night with some girls from church and I was home by myself and that night I was watching Breaking Bad playing video games and <laughs> I felt God just kind of kind of tell me to stop get up and go outside so I, I stopped what I was doing, put Breaking Bad on pause, and walked outside and just kind of walked around my neighborhood. And again, I was just kind of just looking at the stars. And I don't know what God was trying to show me. I don't know what he was trying to tell me. At that time, I didn't. I, I know now. But um, and I just kind of, you know, just kind of walked and prayed and just kind of just kind of talked to God about what are you trying to show me? What, what is this that you're, what are you trying to say to me? through the stars and I went back inside and I decided to uh, to pick up my Bible and read and I read and there's this this little devotion that I normally do and I was like oh, I'm too tired I'm not going to do this devotion I'll save it for tomorrow okay went back to went to bed that night woke up went to church the next day Sunday did everything that we normally do at church and again just the the whole weekend is just on my mind about these people in Paris that had suffered through suffered this tragedy through this terrorist attack, and my anxiety is just through the roof. Mm. And I got people coming up to me in church since I'm the director of security, asking, <laughs> you know, what what are we doing to prevent stuff like this? And it's just it's it's freaking me out. Like I I don't know what to say. I don't know how to handle the question. Yeah. You know, what can you say? In that situation, when you when you look at you know, lives that are lost through senseless violence like that, mm-hmm. and so the whole whole day we do what we normally did on Sundays before we had kids, which was hang out with all of our friends, <laughs> and um, now it's completely now different. it's completely different, which is great, not a complaint at all. Um, but came home that night, and I remember driving separate from from Heather, being in my car, and as I'm driving home. Just kind of having a a conversation with God about you know asking for His protection and asking for His 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 guidance on what I should do and on what we should do about having a baby and just everything just kind of coming out all at once. Mm-hmm. And I got home, I parked in my spot, and I 
got out and I'm just staring at the stars and Heather parked beside me. She got out and she looked at me. She said, what's wrong? And for the first time out loud, I said, I, I feel like God is trying to show me something through the stars. And I felt crazy saying it. <laughs> and she looked at me like I was crazy when I said it. When don't I look at you like that? That's true. Um, <laughs> but that was the end of it. I went inside. Heather got ready for bed. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm finally going to gonna do that devotional that I've, that I've been putting off for a day or so. And I'm, I sat down and I picked up the devotional. And it absolutely rocked me because I've been praying for God's protection and I was praying for God to bless us with a baby and I open up the devotion and it takes me to Genesis 15. Anytime I talk about it, I lose it because... just makes God so real. It's just so humbling. But anyway, I open up my Bible to Genesis 15 and it's a section of scripture where God shows Abraham the stars. And he uses the stars to guarantee Abraham's protection and to promise Abraham a child. Mm. <laughs> to this day, I don't understand it. It's coming up on four years. I don't understand how... God looked at me and God looked at Heather and used what he told Abraham to make a promise with us. But in Genesis 15, it talks about how, how God took Abraham outside and he showed him the stars and said, try and count the stars because these will be the, the number of your descendants. And like I said, it, it was a promise from God to Abraham to bless him with the son and, and to protect him. <laughs> that was exactly what I had been praying for, like just about word for word. And as I opened that devotional and, and saw that, that I, I couldn't believe it. I remember I came in from the other room and I just heard a bawling. And I really couldn't even get through reading it to Heather. And it was at that moment that really I think my faith was solidified. Like it was just really built rock solid from that moment forward because once God gives you a word like that, there's, there's no denying it. There's no questioning it. And most stories would end with, and, and then you know, a week <laughs> later we found out we were pregnant, but... That's not how God works. Um, from there, we still tried for a few years on our own to, to almost, no resolve. Almost two. And two years on our own. And, you know, we kind of prayed and really, really believe now because we had this promise that we were holding on to. Yeah. And we felt led to, to go through the IVF process. 
Um, and we got pregnant on the first try. Mm. Well, talk about that a little more, like how the process went and how it worked, because I know there's a lot of injections and a lot of things that you need to do yeah. on your end, Heather. We, uh, well, like he said, we decided... <laughs> We decided almost two years later, it was June or July of 2017 that we started talking to them and going back and seeing our next step, talking about the IVF process and what we need to do to, to get that going. Mm -hmm. um, so we decided to do that and there's a, there's a lot, it's a, it's a lot of process, there's a lot of injections and shots to get your hormones going and to get you to ovulate um, there was a few days you have to do I had to do stomach shots once or twice a day mm -hmm. I had to take medicine I had to yeah. monitor everything um, so with the IVF process they they go in and they remove eggs <laughs> after Heather, Heather ovulated they went in and removed eggs and of course, they take my my specimen and artificially inseminate, and um, they kind of explain it to us that okay, you know, we're going to go in and we're going to get eggs, and whichever ones we don't use, we're going to freeze. So they went in and they got like they got five or six five, out, yeah, five or six, and eggs. they call you every after after three days, they call you and let you know how many matured that day and then the next day they go on to continue which one became an embryo or whatnot mm. um by the time it was at the stage of an embryo where they want it to be put back in we only had one viable embryo so there was none to freeze none to try again yeah unless we want to do the whole process over again <laughs> the egg retrieval which, and everything which isn't only very physically taxing but it's financially taxing as well yeah yeah. So, August 16th, 2017, my brother-in-law's birthday, <laughs> we went to the doctor. Uh, we had this specimen uh, put in, and we waited. Yeah. We had to wait two weeks again. Two weeks to see if this is going to take, if this is it. Um, One of the craziest things in that moment in that doctor's office, like after they implanted the embryo, they showed us a picture of it, and they said, this is baby's first picture. <laughs> and we have that picture up in Zoe's room right now, and it's it's kind of mind-blowing that in this day and age when, you know, so many people talk about the unborn as, you know, not people, not human beings. And But this fertility clinic showed us a picture of what just looked like something under a microscope, and they said, this is your baby. This Flop is your of water, it like. <laughs> This is your baby's first picture, and to see that baby now, it's it's mind-boggling. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. But amazing. it was a long two weeks of waiting of, did it work? Are we going to have to go through the whole situation again? Mm -hmm. um, we knew, right? On September 5th, I think it was, I got, that, I got a phone call. Yeah. Uh, no, I went in for blood work. Because it was two weeks later. Oh, yeah. You didn't tell us until you gave us... And two weeks later. And sure. then I went... We um, After the blood work, uh, when Nick was home, we were home. Yeah, I was home. I he just come home. home from work. He and, just come home from work, and I got a phone call. That's like perfect timing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and to Nick's view, I just start crying. Aww. So the first thing the nurse says, says, I've got some good news. You're pregnant. And I lost it. 
and Nick and I'm I'm shaking my head to Nick, like yes, and he, and he's going. Are we pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> pregnant? Are we pregnant? I don't. To me, I thought it was another one of those phone calls saying that we had to start all over, and you know, Heather's so overjoyed that she's crying and can't communicate anything <laughs> at all. So I'm, I'm just still on the there, phone. Sitting there in the dark for like two minutes trying to figure out if we're gonna have a baby or not. And I put the phone down and I said, yes, <laughs> we're pregnant. <laughs> Yay. And, and then, it worked because yeah. Zoe's here. Yep. yep. April 29th, 2018, we had our our little bundle of joy. Yep. <laughs> it was a, Growing into an absolute nightmare. <laughs> they call it terrible twos, but she's, 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 she's one and a half. And oh she's, my God. She's there, boy. She's so cute, though. You like can't say no to her cuteness. Oh, it's, that's why she's terrible. <laughs> but um, that's just amazing that, that God showed you that. And then, like, he's faithful through all of that. And just to see your answered prayers from, like, nine, well, what, seven years at that point? Yes. Yeah. Seven years of just praying and believing and not giving up. Even though there were times, like, you, you guys wanted to give up. Mm-hmm. And I know that, and I, I saw it so many times, like... But, like, just knowing that you guys stayed faithful, because so many people would leave the church and just turn their back on God in that situation, like, like for real, like, because people blame him for stuff like that. I had people um, tell me they but, admire my strength, because about still coming and worshiping and, you know, For real, because that, that takes a lot, but your strength comes from him, you know? Yeah. Um, so just staying in him and staying with him throughout the whole time um, was definitely... Says a lot about your character. Yeah. And I love you. Love you too. Okay. I'm done being cheesy. Um, <laughs> so now people already know that there's two. So how did this <laughs> one come about? Because so, you um, said that there were no frozen embryos. So so January of this 19. year, 19, yeah. um, I started feeling sick and feeling like I did when I found out I was pregnant with Zoe and <laughs> make sure you don't get their names yeah. messed up. <laughs> yeah. And, um, we, you know, I was telling, I was telling Nick, you know, I'm not feeling well. I kind of feel like I am. <laughs> we waited a week, you know, yeah. it was the week after Chris and Chris and Kayla's wedding yeah, we that we were like, you know, really? I'm going to, oh, yeah, you were pregnant. You know what? I'm yeah. going to take a test. Yeah. Gonna... It was, a, it was funny because we weren't sure if it was possible for us to get pregnant yeah. naturally. So we weren't doing anything to prevent it. <laughs> And just out of like, we struggled so long with Zoe that we were happy being just the three of us. Mm-hmm. And we were happy yeah. with the blessing that God gave us. And we said, if you know, if He ever blessed us with another, that's fine. But if He doesn't, that's fine too. But and you always wanted a Chloe and a Zoe. Yeah. yeah. Like from the moment that they got married, they always said, we want two girls, Chloe and Zoe. Yeah. And. I remember the day we found out we were pregnant, we were talking about buying a smaller stroller for Zoe because it was taking up too much space in the trunk. And I had it in my Amazon cart getting ready to order it. And I said, before I order this stroller, why don't you take a pregnancy test so I don't have to buy a double stroller? And sure enough. I was sitting on sitting on the uh, sitting in my chair in the living room holding Zoe, and Heather came out of the bathroom, just like just crying, crying. I don't know what it meant. I don't think she told me. 
Yep, Zoe was a day from being nine months old when we found out that we were pregnant with Chloe. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's just even like, God is so faithful. Yeah. Like, you didn't have anything frozen for her. Like, nope. This and was it, all natural. All, like, you know, God, no doctors, just, no. Yeah. It's so amazing how God is. Zoe just... reset my body to be able to have Chloe. <laughs> well, God did God through did, Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's just crazy. And one thing God kind of spoke to me. After after we found out we were pregnant with pregnant with Chloe, yeah, that one, um, yeah, I I went to a, a men's conference at church and I wasn't paying attention to anything the guy was saying. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, I was kind of in my own head and kind of praying and you know, thanking God that we were pregnant again, and um, nobody knew but me and Heather. Um, Suzanne kept saying, I know you're pregnant. I know you're pregnant. Are you pregnant? People had dreams. Yeah. No, so, mom kept saying it because I wasn't because I wasn't feeling good and how moody I was and, and not eating and, and, and eating and stuff. Um, but I sat in this men's conference and you know, I'm just kind of thanking God for, for what he's done through for us and through Zoe and everything. And he kind of just hit me with God's promise for Abraham didn't end with Isaac. Huh? Why should our pro- my my promise to you end with Zoe? Or Chloe. No, Chloe's enough. <laughs> I appreciate it. Two's company, three's a crowd. But yeah, God is so faithful, guys. So if you have any, if you're believing God for anything, don't give up. Like, he's faithful. If he promised you something, he'll see it pass. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Head over to our website, creatingyourhistory.com to check out the blog for this episode and others. Make sure to subscribe, share, and rate us. We love you, and we look forward to sharing next week's episode with you.